Let's do it. And now, shining the spotlight on the future of hockey. Hello, it's Thorne Byron of the Vancouver Giants. I'm Kirby Dock of the Saskatoon Blades. I'm Dylan Cousins of the Westbridge Hurricanes. Hey guys, this is Cam here. Spencer Knight. This is Matt Foldy. It's Alex Turcott from Team USA. Hi, it's Maurice Sider from the Edelman. This is Alexis Lafreniere of the Rimouski Oceanic. Major Junior. They were the best in the QMJHL. And now the Huskies are Memorial Cup champions. NCAA. Everybody in that Bulldog section's on their feet. The bench is ready to party as the UMD Bulldogs are back-to-back national champions. The World Juniors. Time winding down, and Finland has won the World Junior Championship in Vancouver in spectacular style. The NHL Draft. With the first pick overall, the New Jersey Devils are proud to select from the U.S. program, Jack Hughes. And more. Unbelievable. Wow. Incredible. This is the Pipeline Show. All right. Good weekend and welcome to another episode of the Pipeline Show with Guy Flaming. That is me. And uh, this week, well, the episode is uh, slightly early. I actually have to drive from Edmonton to Winnipeg for a funeral. Uh, that's on a Saturday. So a Friday, I'm going to be spending all day basically driving. Uh, so had to push everything up and uh, get the show out a day early, if all goes according to plan, that is. Welcome to the program. If you're a newcomer, then uh, I'm glad that you have uh, stopped by and uh, are giving the episode a try and the show a try. If you're a returning listener, as uh, I forget who it was, somebody on uh, Twitter just let me know this week. They've been listening for eight years uh, simply because they needed to get more information and more education about uh, upcoming prospects. And that's uh, obviously the goal and uh, the reason the Pipeline Show exists. So uh, thank you to that particular listener. I don't have that tweet in front of me. I apologize. Speaking of tweets, the question of the day I put up on Twitter earlier today. Uh, the question this week is, who will end the season with the most points in the entire CHL? I put up five guys who are basically leading the uh, entire country in, in scoring. Alexi Lafreniere from Ramuski has 101 points, just 11 games left to go uh, this season for the Oceanic. Uh, Marco Rossi in Ottawa has 99 points, so he's two points back. He's got five games in hand, though. 16 games left for the 67s. Then you've got Adam Beckman uh, from the Spokane Chiefs. Uh, They have 12 games left. Uh, Cole Perfetti of the uh, Saginaw Spirit in the OHL, they have 14 games left. Both of those guys have 97 points. And don't forget Phil Tomasino with 95 points, and uh, he has 14 games left as well. So those are the five names that I put out there. Uh, But feel free to uh, throw out another name if there's somebody else uh, that you uh, think deserves recognition. Paul Vetchkin says, I'm not a junior hockey guy, but I'd assume the games in hand would put Rossi as the favorite. Marcus also says Rossi. Shabbat says uh, Sokolov, so he's going uh, off the board. Tommy Enroth, the listener from Sweden. Thanks for sticking it out, Tommy. He says, I'll go with Alexi Lafreniere. Mark says Rossi for sure. Ryan Wagman says Rossi. The math checks out. And Tom Hunter says uh, Phil Tomasino. Josh Kritzer from uh, Dub Network, he says uh, Beckman now with 97 points. He just had a five-point game last night in Lethbridge. says, I'm not counting him out of the race quite yet. And Josh actually had corrected me. I had originally put that tweet out with uh, 92 points. I'm not sure why, but the 
I swear the WHL website had him still at 92 points when I put out the question uh, this morning, but uh, it's updated. 97 points for Adam Beckman. That brings up to 25 points in his last nine games. Beckman has been on a fire. The Chiefs are coming through Edmonton here in the next little bit. Looking forward to that one. Uh, John says, I got to go with Rossi here in that for that question. Uh, Jackie says, Lafreniere, best talent and uh, points per game. Ryan says, don't count Beckman out. He's been an underdog his whole life, and it's so good to see him proving everyone wrong. That from Ryan. You can get involved and uh, let your thoughts be known. Hit me up on Twitter at TPS underscore Gee. Let's get to the CHL news, starting with the uh, top 10 rankings, which came out just yesterday as I'm speaking with you. It's now Thursday. The Ottawa 67s are 1, Sherbrooke 2, Portland 3. No change there. Uh, the Moncton Wildcats go up one spot to number 4. The Edmonton Oil Kings slip one spot to number 5. The Shakutami Saganin are 6, Everett is 7 followed by the London Knights at 8, Ramuski is 9, and the Flint Firebirds, who have been red hot as of late. Uh, they come in at the number 10 spot. Kitchener, Lethbridge, and Saginaw get honorable mentions from whoever puts the uh, top 10 rankings together uh, for the CHL. Of note, the Empton Oil Kings were in Winnipeg yesterday and uh, shut out the ice for the second time in Winnipeg just this season. First time it was 7-0, last night it was 5-0. Edmonton beat Winnipeg 4-1 here in Edmonton about uh, 10 days ago. 16-1, to uh, the record right now. The Oil Kings uh, are 3-0 against the ice and have outscored them 16-1 to over the course of those three games. They meet again here in Edmonton on Tuesday for the Hockey Hookie game. 11 o'clock start, 11 a.m., and the building will be packed full of kids. Really good crowds in Edmonton here the last uh, stretch uh, of games. Had uh, just over 10,000. Uh, a couple of times this past weekend. Great to see. Team's playing really well. Exciting team to watch. Uh, and glad to see that the uh, fans are taking note and coming out. I mentioned with the question of the week, some of the leading scorers. Here's who else is standing out in the respective uh, three leagues in the CHL. Lafreniere in the queue has 101 points. Big lead now over everybody else. Cedric Paré has 84. Alexander Hovanov with 83. Igor Sokolov with 81 points. Uh, Alex Olivier Voyer with 76 in Sherbrooke, but uh, Alexi Lafreniere, huge lead there in that scoring race. The top goalies in the queue continue to be Samuel Lavich and Kevin Mandelis with Colton Ellis in the mix, as well as Olivier Rodrigue and Alexis Shank. Meanwhile, in the OHL, Marco Rossi with 99, Cole Perfetti with 97 points, Phil Tomasino with 95, as I mentioned. Then you have Connor Michael with 90 points and Arthur Kaliev of the Hamilton Bulldogs with 86. Nico Dawes leads both the goals against and the save percentage categories. Other names on both lists, Brett Brochu from the London Knights, Jacob Ingham of the uh, Kitchener Rangers, Cedric Andrew from the Ottawa 67s, and Hunter Jones from the Peterborough Peets. In fact, all five goalies uh, appear in the top five of both lists. Sliding over to the Western Hockey League, Adam Beckman uh, continues to lead the league, and he's got a huge lead now as well, 15-point lead. as he, he has 97 points. Jimmy Hamlin in Medicine Hat has 82. Seth Jarvis and Zane Franklin, both with 81. Dylan Cousins uh, with 73. A really a good indication. I mean, there was three or four points separating all these players not that long ago. Now Beckman with a huge lead, just a, an indication of how 
prolific his uh, production has been here as of late. Dustin Wolf, top goaltender for goals against and save percentage. 938 save percentage, just terrific uh, for a Wolf. Uh, Sebastian Kosa is number two for goals against and number three in save percentage. Shane Farkas, just the opposite. He's number two for save percentage and three for goals against. You have David Tendek and Dylan Durand as a four and five in both of those categories. Sebastian Kosa with a shutout last night for the Oil Kings gives him four on the season. That's a record for uh, rookie Oil Kings and uh, puts him third already in uh, all-time shutouts uh, for the Oil Kings behind, obviously, Laurent Bressois and uh, Tristan Jari. Meanwhile, Dustin Wolf uh, had a shutout as well, and I believe I read... Mike Benton, the voice of the uh, Everett Silvertip, saying, uh, I think that puts him fifth all-time uh, career-wise uh, in the WHL for uh, shutouts. Let's go to the NCAA news. Uh, going into this weekend's play, North Dakota almost a unanimous number one. Still one holdout, uh, giving it to Minnesota State, who are ranked number three and sandwiched in between is Cornell. Minnesota State with a record of 26-4-2 are third uh, behind uh, North Dakota with a record of 23-3-3. Then you have the Minnesota Duluth Bulldogs, who are four, followed by Clarkson, Boston College, Denver, Massachusetts, Arizona State, Northeastern is 10. And the back half of the top 20 is uh, Penn State at 11, Ohio State, Bemidji State, UMass Lowell, Providence, Quinnipiac, Maine, Minnesota, Western Michigan, and uh, Harvard. At 20. Not this weekend uh, coming up, but uh, next weekend, the Oil Kings are in Red Deer on the 29th. I'm going to be going down early. I'm going to be doing color that night for uh, Andrew Peard in the Oil Kings booth. Uh, but I'm going to be uh, meeting up with uh, Cam Moon, and we're going to go to the uh, Troubled Monk Tap Room as a Troubled Monk a sponsor with the uh, Rebels. And of course, they sponsor the phone line here on the Pipeline Show. I don't get to Red Deer often, so uh, I'm going to go early, maybe have lunch or a late lunch at the tap room uh, where I'll be able to try some some samples of what they have on tap. So the ones you're familiar with that you can get in uh, your favorite liquor store, your uh, beer store, like the Golden Gates Golden Ale or the Bucktooth Belgian White or the Open Road American Brown Ale or the Pesky Pig or the Daycation, or the Rebels Red. You can get all of those in stores, although the Rebels Red, I think, is exclusive around the Red Deer area and at uh, the Centrium. But I'm going to get to do Yale to try things like the Badlands Sour Brown Ale or the Helter Spelter Dunkelweizen or the Mary Samsonite Barrel-Aged Cherry Sour. I think that's one that I have to try. Uh, and uh, that one that I told you about last week, the Endless Love Barrel-Aged Sour Saison with Apricot. Sounds like a winner to me, the Snowbird Farmhouse Ale. Lots to try. Really looking forward to that. Next time you're in Red Deer, stop by the tap room. Tell them the pipeline show sent you. Now let's uh, talk about Who's coming down the pipe today? The guest list for today's show. We're going to start it off. Been doing it all February, getting to talk to some women around hockey and covering a junior or college hockey or working within the leagues. And today we're going to speak with Elaine Shercliffe, uh, not in junior or college hockey, but in a minor pro. She uh, covers the Cleveland Monsters. That's the Columbus Blue Jackets farm team in the American Hockey League. She's based in Cleveland or just outside of Cleveland. And I had a chance to speak with her on Monday. Really enjoyed the conversation. I, I know that you will as well. So we'll do that in the first segment. Second segment will be with Mary Gates. She is the Director of Communications for the Western Hockey League's Tri-City Americans. So she works for the team. Uh, we'll talk to her about, well, about the Americans. Obviously a tough season. But we'll spend more time talking about 
what she does and her role for the team and also get her take on uh, what the NHL coming to the Pacific Northwest will mean for the grassroots movement of hockey there, which has already got a pretty good foothold in Washington State. Uh, but we'll talk to her uh, all about that. Then, breaking news this week, as the Kelowna Rockets have fired head coach Adam Foote, Larry Fisher is my guest uh, in our In the Dub segment. Uh, he, of the Hockey Writers, he's going to join me. We'll talk about what that means for the Rockets. Remember, they're hosting the Memorial Cup, and here a month before the playoffs, they fire their head coach. From the outside looking in, seems like trouble, but we'll uh, get Larry's take as he's right there and has uh, the pulse on the scene in the Okanagan. We'll end today's show with a 2020 draft spotlight to player. His name is Tucker Tynan. Now, he's a goaltender in the OHL with the Niagara Ice Dogs. Hasn't played in the last couple of months because of a really severe injury that he sustained in December. We'll let him uh, describe the incident to you. Uh, I know if you go back, you can probably Google it, and you might even see a clip of it. I've seen uh, maybe not grisly or gory video, but I've seen like still shots. Uh, it's ugly. Uh, but took a skate to the uh, thigh in a game against the London Knights and uh, has been sidelined, probably done for this season, but expected to make a full recovery. We'll get let you get to know uh, Tucker Tynan, as he is draft eligible this year and was up to that point having a pretty uh, decent season in the OHL. So four guests on today's show. We'll start with Elaine Shercliffe covering the Cleveland Monsters in the American Hockey League. All my CHL guests, though, are, are they're brought to you by the store next door out in Yarmouth, Nova Scotia, employing people with disabilities, collecting as many broken hockey sticks as they can get their hands on, and they take those sticks and they make some really cool hockey-related products out of them. Or just furniture, obviously, would look great in a sports bar or maybe in the uh, lobby of a uh, your local hockey rink uh, or in your man cave or your fan cave. Check them out at thestorenextdoor.ca. Let's kick off the show. We'll talk a little American Hockey League, specifically the Cleveland Monsters, with Elaine Shercliffe. That's first up here on the Pipeline Show with Guy Flaming. I'm Trey Fitzwilanski of the Edmonton Oil Kings. At his own blue line now, Fitzwilanski cutting in right circle. Dances around his man to his backhand. Forehand, he scores! Oh my goodness, Trey Fitzwilanski. What a move, what a shot. What a goal. Oh, mama. And this is the Pipeline Show. There's a lot of people with disabilities that can't just go out and find a job. So we set out to create a business to fill those needs, one stick at a time. The Store Next Door gift shop is a Yarmouth-based manufacturer and retail outlet store. So we make great ideas that any of our employees come up with, and we reuse and recycle as much as possible. Our most popular item is probably our hockey furniture. We take broken hockey sticks and turn them into different products. We go through a lot of hockey sticks. A lot. A whole lot. Considering that it's only been a year and we're shipping internationally, I think that that's been a huge success. Most people's reactions are, wow, you do this here. We don't accept can't here. Everyone here learns in different ways, but we want to give everybody every opportunity to find exactly what works for them. There's nothing better than when a customer buys something and then one of our employees say, I made that. They have meaningful lives and build things they can be proud of and get a paycheck for it. 
I'm Amy Acker, and we change lives one job at a time.